Hi, Martin here, and thanks for listening to Star Wars Spins. Claire brings her potty mouth with her this week, so just to warn you, there'll be plenty of S-bombs, and on some occasions, she even goes as far as the Fs. You've been warned. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Star Wars Spins, a talk show where we have no clue. Nothing is planned and we're slightly mad. You never quite know what we might do. So join us for Star Wars Spins, a jolly podcast that's right for you. Spin with the wheel, that's the deal. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Spins, the nonsensical podcast about the nonsense of Star Wars. I am your host, Dave Tree, and with me tonight is, well, he is the question master, but he's also the creator of many ringtones. It is Mr. Killer. Mr. Killer, how you doing? Hey, hi Dave. Yeah, not too bad. Yourself? Well, you know... It's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded and um, we're back again. We're so... (laughs) We're doing something right. We're refining everything down. Um, have you have you been back into work on the train yet? No, no more train journeys, I'm afraid. Um, that, that was it. That was the last one. Yeah, that, that got out of my system. I was quite happy about that. It's like probably by the time people are listening to that, that was about four years ago. Wow. Um, well, that's true. I mean, well, trains will be replaced by that point. Absolutely, be flying things. By the time we get this out, there'll be no yeah. society left or anything like that. You know, it would, it, some archaeologists will find these recordings and go, "What was this whole thing about? Was it all just a ploy to get rid of get rid of the human race as a result of this podcast?" Yeah, was it all a dream? Yeah. I, I'd like to think so. It, uh, anyway, Dave, <laughs> who have we got today? Well, what are we talking about? Well, before yeah. we go and introduce our guest for this show. Let's just recap and remind ourselves of the nomination from the previous show. I would like the next guest on Star Spins to be, and this is a biggie, but if anyone could pull it off, half an hour, you can. Claire Henry. Well, it was a great challenge. That nomination really set the bar for us to be able to like, get tonight's guest in. In order to do so, I need to kind of give you all a little bit of a background brief. What can I say? You never ask a woman her age, but Claire Henry was nearly five years old when she saw Star Wars for the first time at the Tonic Cinema in Bangor in Northern Ireland in 1977. That fateful trip shaped and defined her to become the lifelong fan she is today. Her long-suffering family often indulged Claire by letting her decorate the house with Star Wars influences and the occasional day release, Claire will mingle with other Star Wars outpatients at events across the UK, Europe and the USA. Claire is a feature editor at Fanfatrax, which is also an anagram of Fran That Sack, where she writes endless features all about her favourite character, Bosnas. A force of nature when it comes to Star Wars fashion and accessories, Claire is also host to Planet Leia, a podcast which describes itself as a show about hope, which is a fine contrast to ours, which offers little to no hope. Dave, that's great. It sounds very interesting. But as always, I have three facts about Claire that you don't know. Two of them are true. One of them is a complete lie. And as always, I'm going to present these facts through the medium of song. Hit me!
stories of the famous will make you laugh. Mark Hamill was so impressed, he asked for her kids' autograph. Kylie Minogue is a fan, in fact they've shared the same stage. She asked Claire what she got a killer heels, she wanted to be on the same page. Is that Pop Princess? Is that Sexy Kylie? Is that Gold Hot Punk Kylie? It definitely wasn't Sexy Kylie. I thought that was yeah. more Calvin Harris myself. You know, the... Living in the 80s. Yeah. It was acceptable. Well, exactly. actually, Martin, it wasn't really particularly acceptable at all, was it? I, I apologise after every one of these, but this one feels like <laughs> exceptional apology. Well, welcome to the show, Claire. Hello! Thank you for having me, boys. That was some introduction. I'm uh, I'm mightily impressed. There was three facts contained within there, so to help Dave, because he always gets blown away by listening to the music. Yeah. It was. Mark Hamill asked Claire's child, as I said in there, his daughter, I believe, for her mm-hmm, autograph. Mm-hmm. Kylie once asked Claire where she got her shoes from. Claire has also cooked a three-course meal with Jamie Oliver. Mm. I've got one right so far and one incorrect. So Ooh. I'm going to have to go through like a process of elimination and and sure are and probably just take a punt. You go to the shows with your family. Well, sorry, they take you to the shows because it's like day release. Yeah, well, it's like you know, oh, it's it's Claire's special time with her yeah. special friends. And... Yeah, and I don't think that you'd be allowed to like queue up by yourself. So you normally got to have your carer with you. Um, yes, exactly. That's yeah. um, <laughs> and and the thing is, Mark Hamill is is well renowned for being really cool with fans. You know, he's very like fan friendly. So I could actually imagine, especially if you bring in like a young fan to him, even though you're the one who's like there for like the, you know to meet him or take a photograph or, or signing, he would probably like engage you, you know with both of you, but like you know see that oh are you fan too? And she's like no, not really. <laughs> or something. Like that. Oh my god, you look so old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't look like you don't look like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, it's like, how much does this cost? But like, um, <laughs> I, I could I could imagine that happening. I know you're a big Kylie fan. Um, yes, that is my other 
slight passion. Yeah, so I know you're a big Kylie fan and I don't know if you've ever been called out on stage by security. But, <laughs> but, 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 but by anybody, you, you know, or there, there is a point where you two have met. I honestly don't know, but I do know that you're a big Kylie fan. You're, you're very much fashion conscious in, in, in terms of like what I know of you like being a Star Wars fan, you're very much into the fashion side of things and accessories. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the fact that it wasn't just like Kylie, but it was a compliment about something that you're wearing, Mm -hmm. that I can imagine happening as well. The Jamie Oliver one is a tricky one to call because you once cooked a meal with Jamie Oliver. Now, my gut reaction would be like, that's the one that's the lie. But could it be that you were just cooking in your kitchen whilst you had the TV on and you were cooking with Jamie Oliver? If that is the one, then you're a shit because... Uh, no, so, because that's a really crap one to like do over the Mark Hamill one and the Kylie one. Come on, Dave. We need a decision. I reckon Mark Hamill was cool enough to be nice when you met him. And I reckon the Kylie experience, you know, interaction has taken place, especially because it was like a comment about something that you were wearing. And she seems like the kind of person that would be cool and, and, and do that. I reckon the Jamie Oliver one, although it is going to be that you just had a video or YouTube video and you cooked his meal with him. So which one are you going for? Jamie Oliver is a lie. You are absolutely, totally incorrect. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Martin indeed. Way. I have indeed cooked a three-course meal with Jamie Oliver in the flesh oh, wow. in front of 1,500 people in a theatre in Birmingham at the Good Future. Wow. So the false one is Kylie Minogue. Really? Again, slight twist on the truth. Oh, so it was um, true. No, I shared a stage with her. I did share a stage with her. Uh, my, I was selected as a Kylie super fan. Uh, I applied to um, attend... Pick a, me! Pick me again! <laughs> Pick me. You're on a list, aren't you? Shaking, yeah. I am, I am. We were told that Kylie wasn't going to be there. It was just a room full of Kylie Minogue super fans, and we were all going to have a great time together. It was going to be a drag Kylie and uh, karaoke, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we turn up, filming all starts. On comes Alan Carr. Welcome, everybody, to the Kylie Minogue special. On comes Miss Minogue. Onto the stage, petite, lovely, singing, doing all the bits and pieces. And then here's me in my three and a half inch killer heels. Now, bear in mind for those who are listening, I am five foot ten. Kylie Minogue is five foot one. And if you watch very, very carefully on the Kylie Christmas with Kylie special, which was filmed <laughs> and shown on Channel 4 on Christmas Day, no less, uh, 2019. I am on it for about a nanosecond because I'm cut. I am cut on the cutting room floor. I feel your pain. But at no point ever did she ever ask me where I got my lovely three-inch Zara heels from and that's also Sorry. a pain, painful memory for dave because he was booked as a kylie drag act and then cancelled at the last minute of that correct point. correct and then the mr hamill hamill story is a really brilliant story because get to mark hamill and he goes hi there who's the autograph for and, and he knows as you say he's lovely he is an absolutely lovely lovely guy when he meets 
uh, everybody. And so he said, obviously, ma'am, it's not for you. It's for your little girl. And I'm like, going, yeah, I love you. <laughs> you know, I was I was totally fangirling all over. <laughs> I had met him before. <laughs> I had met him before in London at one of the comic cons. He got an autograph. But, you know, then Sophie was she was five or six and she was massively into her stationery and she saw the sharpie selection and he was like going yeah take your time you choose whichever pen you want and so she was like oh okay and she was like black he's got black 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 maybe go with black no no blue 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 and um he says you know what sophie I really like you. Why don't you choose a pen? And while I'm doing my autograph for you and your mom, you can write me yours. Do you know how to write your name? She says, yeah, I'm really good at it. I got a star for it in school. They go, go for it. So she goes. (laughs) And then puts her finger out. And then she goes like that. And she writes it down. So she phonetically is spelling her name, right? And he's going, oh, so, yeah, oh, 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 blah, blah, blah. Eventually, Sophie phonetically spells her name out on the table. We say, thank you ever so much. We take her autograph and off we go. Comes to the end of the night and we walked past the autograph hall and I I said to Marcus, you know what would be really funny? If that autograph is still, if her name is still on the table, we should go and get a photograph of it. And he said, yeah, that's a really good idea. So off we go to the autograph hall and we walk there and the security guard recognises us and he goes, oh yeah, you're the little girl this morning. And he said, I said, look, can we just take a photograph of the autograph that my daughter gave Mark Hamill? We just think this is really rather amusing. And so out from behind the curtain pops Mr. Hamill. Sophie, why don't you come down? So she's off. The security guys are all looking at her going, what do we do now? Marcus and I just go, oh. So we go off and we said, look, we know we're not allowed to take photographs of you because obviously there's people paying photographs. But what we really would love is for, you know, a photograph of her autograph on your table. He said, what, you don't want a photograph of me then? And we said, well, we didn't think we were allowed one. So then the next thing. I do. (laughs) And then the next thing is. Him and her and I are doing the Mark Hamill finger point at her autograph on the table. And every year since then, I tweet Mark Hamill just to say, have you still got the autograph that my daughter gave you in Los Angeles? Which he either comments and says, yes, I treasure it with all my heart and soul. Or he likes the tweet. That is also a true story. Mark Hamill did ask for my daughter's autograph. Let's move on. We will be asking you a series of questions that are randomly selected from question wheels. We have separated these into several rounds. Round one is our quick fire round, which is you may fire when ready. It is a 60 second round of quick fire questions. Would you sooner kiss a Wookiee or Han Solo? Han Solo. Does Chewbacca take two bottles into the shower? I would have said six. 
What's your favourite Star Wars podcast? This one? Second one, Lattes with Leia, is probably my favourite. Fair enough. Fan Girls Going Rogue. Oh, there's too many. Skywalking with Neverland. And then, of course, obviously, Fanta Tracks, Making Tracks, and Planet Leia. Wow, that's a lot. What's the worst Star Wars movie? Now, I'm going to cause a great lot of controversy here. I really don't like Solo. Like, really don't like it. And then I'm going to be even more controversial and say it's on an even par with um, The Phantom Menace. Would you rather be Cy Snootles, Max Rebo or Droopy McCall? Oh, Sny Snootles. Ow! Yep, get my, get my lips out. That's staying in. R2-D2 or BB-8? Oh, R2-D2. Without a shadow of a doubt. Are force ghosts in purgatory? <laughs> yes. Evacuate? In our moment of triumph? Have I fueled <laughs> enough there? Well, we like to go back to some of these now that we've got your immediate answers. We like to okay. explore a bit deeper in there. I was really... I'm going to start easy. I was really surprised you said R2-D2 over BB-8 because I thought you loved BB-8. Uh, Sophie loves BB-8. My daughter oh. absolutely loves BB-8. Now, so you naturally hate BB-8 because of that? Uh, yeah. Because that's just way too cool, isn't it? I have to go with R2-D2. Plus, I had the big R2-D2 toy. Do you remember that one from the early 80s? Is that the one that talks? Yeah, and it had the button. It sounded like a fax machine, didn't it? Is that that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have it upstairs. So what's the deal with Solo? Oh, I can't bear it. I mean, I really... le- legitimately, you cannot stand the film? or No, it is the one film that I don't ever revisit. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know. And everybody loves it and they all think it's really cool and it's great and it's not. It's shit. <laughs> Three stars. And it's like, oh, it's wonderful. It harps back to the old and it's got this cool and it's really lovely and blah, blah, blah. No, it's just shit. And you can tell it's shit because you know somebody's done something to it and then somebody's had to come along and do something to it again. And the only good thing in it is Phoebe Waller-Bridger. Yeah. Yeah. But I quite like her humour. I like her humour anyway. But. Lando, just trying to be too cool. Mother of Dragons, that's all I could see. That's all I could see was Mother of Dragons. I could not get beyond it. It was too too close to that one. And that's how I describe it. And I know that I will get shot down in flames by lots and lots of people about it. No, not necessarily. I mean, I, I think a lot of sequel era films suffer massively from immediate excitement and hype and then as time sets in it kind of then kind of floats to the bottom Mm. because it it doesn't hold itself you know there's there's only a couple that i feel and i and i and i i do agree with some of the things that you say there about solo because solo is one of my favorite sequel era films but there's elements where it's like trying too hard and then there's elements that just don't really work and i think that is symptomatic of where you're saying that you've gone and done a whole load of work and then you're kind of like well let's get someone else in to then redo yeah. the whole load of work again and I, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I can kind of sort of like see those kind of bits in there that it sadly suffers for that. I still think it's one of the better of the films that they've done, but I, I totally see where you're coming from. And it is a close choice between it and The Phantom Menace. I was going to say, so what's the deal with The Phantom Menace? I know, I know, because I know that it started a lot of people on the Star Wars journey. Yeah. I, I know it started a lot of people on the Star Wars journey, but for me, it 
just didn't do what I needed it to do at that point in time. No. But then that could have been because I was in my early 20s. I was finishing uni, getting drunk. And I got to the press showing of it in Leicester Square. My friend were one of the franchise holders for Kentucky Fried Chicken. And Kentucky Fried Chicken was one of the sponsors yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, you're the big Star Wars fan. You'll really want to see this. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, for a fan and from Northern Ireland. Those sort of things do not happen. The tickets for it hadn't arrived in the post. So we had to turn up to this Leicester Square showing and say we were the Northern Ireland Kentucky Fried Chicken representatives to to, smell us, to watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And our names were on the list, which was great. Saunders. (laughs) Uh, And I remember walking in and feeling massively underwhelmed. Here's a man from Northern Ireland telling you, Anakin, don't worry about it. It'll all pan out, big lad. We'll get there and you promise you, promise you, you'll be a Jedi. Don't you worry about it. I'd sort it out for you. And then a Scottish bloke comes over and goes, It's shite uh, being Scottish. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just see. It's shite being a Jedi. I just couldn't get Ewan McGregor train spotting out of my head. Conscious we ought to move on, but I do have one very important question. Do you still get cheap KFC? No, um, because obviously we're in England and they're still at home. But I'm I'm quite sure if uh, I did go to Sheena and uh, her hobby, I might get a little extra hot wing chucked in for good, oh, good value. Do um do they do postage? <laughs> Zinger burgers. Who does KFC? Who? Oh God, I love KFC. Hey, here's a fun fact. I was there for Dave's first ever Nando's. Yeah. <gasps> and how was it for both of you? I, I I don't get it. In part, partly that's probably where we were as well because it, it was just because he's with me. What were you doing? Well, no, it was at Westfield, wasn't it? The the the, the drinks were like refills, weren't they? And you got and like it was just a, the whole place was just. A, just a mess. Oh, I could murder a Nando's at the moment. Some piri piri chicken. No idea what piri piri is. But yeah, I could do with a Nando's. Or a KFC, but definitely a Nando's. Actually, why is Dave slagging Nando's off? If they hear this, we might get free Nando's. I'm going to have to stop him doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. you're having to wash your hands there like every two seconds or whatever because there weren't enough napkins to go around and that. You know, it was... Re-record that a little bit, by the way, just so in case Nando's want to sponsor the podcast. Dave, how was your first Nando's? It was finger-licking good. <laughs> so, there we go. <laughs> so that has hopefully got your brain engaged and you're, you're kind of getting the idea of what's going on here. We're going to move on to round two now, which you have three possible choices that will dictate the types of questions that you get so we're gonna like Shag, marry divorce exactly no. that so okay we're move, right. move over to our question master martin who's going to spin the wheel of justice and he's going to let you know which of the question groups we're going to go for okay Poisonian! 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 Poison
So round two is no pod is worth two slaves. Not by a long shot, the words uttered by Watto. And in this sense, we're going to be talking about questions relating to Star Wars collecting. So some of this is, is, you know, directly uh, attributable to your own collecting. Some of them might be other experiences that you've seen. These are just a, a range of questions all around your experience with Star Wars collecting. Over to Martin for the first questions. Which toy line, if they had a Star Wars license, would you like to see? You see, that's already been done. The one that I really wanted when I was a child was a Barbie doll. Ah. And that was never done. And then my all my dreams came true. And that was fulfilled because obviously then Barbie did that whole special line of dolls. And I managed to get my Princess Leia Barbie doll, which sits pride of place in my Star Wars room. Uh, other toy lines. What do you call those ones with the big eyes? My daughter collects them. Teeny Boos? Teeny Boos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe there's any Teeny Boo Star Wars toys, are there? No, not, not that I, not can, that think I can think of. Yeah, I'll go with ah. Teeny Boos for Star Wars toys. So with the Barbie, did you just get the Princess Leia one or did you get the, the, the set? I just got the Princess Leia one. That's all I'd ever wanted was either Aww. Cindy or Barbie to do a, a doll line because the the doll that you got was do you remember the you know the big uh you had Luke Skywalker Han it, Solo yeah. Princess yeah, yeah. Leia you had the little mini R2D2 and all so I had a Princess Leia but it was too clunky and it was horrible it didn't move it didn't do what I wanted it to do in my Cindy house and so and it wouldn't sit in my Barbie car. It wouldn't sit in any of the spaceships, anything like that. And the Barbies and the Cindy's, their arms and legs and everything were really quite supple and they did all those movements. So then, lo and behold, it, it comes to light. And of course, I can't play with it because it is one of the most beautiful dolls ever. I was going to say, it's not sat in the Corvette or something like that then. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not, play, it's not in the Cindy or in the Barbie with Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Barbie car with Ken. Time. Yeah. But I tell you what I did. I lost my Princess Leia chunky doll. So I was in Echo Base and we were thrifting through boxes and I found a naked one of those dolls with the hair perfect in the bun still, but with wow. no dress. I rescued this uh, Princess Leia for £1.50 and she sits with my, uh, my Princess Leia with the imperfect hair that I've been played and they both sit together beside the Barbie doll which is basically flicking the fees and doing the bird at and going make me I'm couture so Claire can you just be clear about this you bought the second one so that you had a sort of fully formed princess layer yeah but what you, what without you any dress done, yeah you haven't transferred the clothes from the mangled one no nope. to give yourself one great princess layer you've kept Correct. a naked a naked one and a mangled one correct you are absolutely <laughs> correct in that description. Are you Sid from Toy Story, where you have like all like the <laughs> bastardized <laughs> the, 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 the spiders? Yeah. <laughs> they all come alive at night, and they're yeah, all right yeah. there. I, they're, I do all, they're, all, they're all clawing at the Barbie packaging. Going, oh, let us yeah, let us oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So the, so the, so it's a bit of a red herring when you sort of said, I had this mangled Princess Leia, because you're kind of leading us down the road. Of, and then there was this revelation where I found the naked Princess Leia, which meant yeah. I'd solved it. 
actually the mangled one is irrelevant. Your story is I bought a naked princess Leia. I did buy a naked princess Leia, yes. So what was it, the beanie babies or whatever? Beanie boos. They've got big blue eyes, very cute, and they come in various sizes and and all sorts of things. So so what Star Wars characters would you have? Ewoks. You'd have everything. You'd have everything in it. Ewoks. You'd have all the characters, all the aliens. You could have have big eyes. Yes, but that's the thing. They have to have big, sparkly eyes. That's a signature thing. Um, That's that's a signature thing. That's what ties that product together. Because for anybody who, who has no idea what we're talking about, these are little plush toys that are filled with beads, but they are real world wildlife animals, fiery animals, woodland animals. But they've got giant glass eyes, you know, these massive kind of bush baby yeah. eyes. And then they take those and then redo them in a million different colors. So you'll have the same thing done as a woodland animal, but then they'll put it in, you know, electric pink and things like that uh, as they do like sort of like fantasy versions. And then they do like unicorns and and all kinds. Yeah, of- my so- daughter and and the, the other thing is is they're they're, they're a parent's nightmare because you walk past them with your child, yeah. and your child goes, "I want a teeny boo," and you go, "No, no, no, you've already got seventy. You don't need any more." And she goes, "But I haven't got that one in that color." Oh, I tell so- you how to put it into a Star Wars boys' toys context. So you've bought your black series, but then you, then there's one that's spelt wrong, and then there's <laughs> one that's like got a nose impediment. Yeah. So then you have to get all of the same black series because they've all got these defects. That's a bit like a, a, okay. a teeny boo. So you you said that. When I said what character, you said it could be any of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge back on this one with my limited knowledge of this range. How would you do Boba Fett? Oh, so uh, his, uh, his his um you know the the T bit yeah. there that would have raised that would be raised and glass. Oh, would it? So they yeah. they'd emphasize that. that yeah, bit. they would emphasize. And I, I'm going to draw it. Like, I'm drawing it now. For the benefit of the listener, Claire is... The benefit of the listeners, I'm now drawing. Drawing drawing something. What it looks like. This is when we put the Tony Hart music in. And look at that. I say. (laughs) I say. (laughs) Well, it confirms everything I thought about Boba Fett. Yeah, and it goes up. I see we've got little bits coming out at the end. Yeah. What is the most pointless Star Wars thing you've ever purchased? God, I've bought so many. This week. Oh, God. Well, I suppose my stamps are because okay. I've never been able to post them. Oh, but they're collector's things, aren't they? Like they're... They are beautiful. They I are beautiful. Say, <laughs> they're art. They are art. I, I think I, I, I'm going to challenge that one because I think, yeah, obviously it's all about your opinion, but... Well, it's actually legal tender as well, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's okay. not really pointless. No. It, it actually does physically have a monetary yeah. value in the eyes of the Queen, doesn't it? So, most pointless thing. I'm just trying to think of the things that Marcus has just like looked at and gone, <laughs> "What the actual fuck have you spent that money on?" We asked this question to the wrong person, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And maybe yeah. I should get Marcus to ask, answer this question. <laughs> It'd be like, we haven't got enough time. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd be just like shaking his head. What was the most pointless thing that I bought? Oh, I bought boys' knickers and I've never worn go. them. And what made you do that? Because I quite Or is this a whole different thing that we're getting? I was going to say, don't forget, it's I, help, I, it doesn't, I, it's, it's pointless I thought, Star Wars thing. I, just remember, because they were Star, Star Wars, Wars knickers. <laughs> and at that point, 
And at that point, there was no girl underwear, okay. Star Wars girly underwear. Is and I now? bought them. Yes. Yes, okay. there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get, you used to be able to get it in uh, Primark. And I got some in one of the celebrations, but I bought these boy pants, I'm going to call them, because people love the word pants. Mm. And um, they were the most uncomfortable things ever. And I don't have a willy, so it was completely <laughs> pointless. Was it of Max Rebo? Uh, no, it, uh, they were wookie pants, so a bit hairy. <laughs> oh, 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 Claire, keep the party clean. And um, Darth Vader and C-3PO. Oh, I would say C-3PO. that was the most oh, pointless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that right. was probably the most one of yeah, one of the most pointless ones I've bought ever. I remember like the what well, well, I don't remember, but like, getting back into collecting in the early nineties, you kind of like read about underoos, and like, I, I I I cast my mind back and thinking you know, I don't remember anything like that being in the UK. But it's never. I always get socks for like things like Christmas. So there's always like Star Wars yeah. socks, and you always get yeah yeah I, yeah. I, I, I've gen- got plenty of Star Wars socks. Genuinely, I don't think I've ever seen and i've definitely not thankfully never been gifted although i've done it now with martin uh yeah. like star wars pants or anything like that because you just i'm sure they were marks and spencer's you know right have you ever made marcus wear them <laughs> <laughs> did that scene from friends yeah you know ross sitting in the bed i'm sitting in the bed marcus comes striding in and his star wars yep. pants Stick on, your, stick on your chewies. <laughs> no, no, I have not. No, Marcus has not worn the Star Wars pants. He's probably shook his head at them, but no. There will be someone somewhere who, like, you know, it's their lucky night, and then they're thinking, oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought that this, would work. This, this is going to be a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like switch the lights off. Why? <laughs> I've got my Wookie pants on. <laughs> the more I think about the ridiculous purchases I've bought, yeah, that that that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've probably exhausted that. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> get some get some mind bleach as quick as we can. Spin, 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 spin. What was your favourite Star Wars toy as a child? Mm, probably the snow speeder. You could get the two figures in it. Yeah, yeah. Do remember going to the Rinka, the shop, and buying the double snow speeder with the gun, the harpoon, and the lights. I, I remember that being one of the, my favourite toys that I've played. We still got it, still got it in the box. Oh, wow. Yeah. So where you said you, you went and got that with yourself, you're sort of like a Star Wars brother-in-arms, Andrew, was yes. very much into Star Wars, but did you have Star Wars toys with your brother that you then, did he no, have? My brother, no, my brother certainly did not play ever with Star Wars or anything to do with that. He probably so these, was playing more these with the all... Barbie and the Cindy dolls yeah, yeah, while yeah. I was playing with the Star so, so, Wars. So these, these were yours and then and then... During during that, I mean, did did your friendship with Andrew go back that far that you you, you then? He, oh yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, Wars. yeah. Our friendship, our friendship was that far back where we saw Star Wars together when we were five. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, and we played Star Wars together. Um, he got the Atat Walker. I got the Snow Speeder. He had the Death Star. I had the Millennium Falcon. Wow. And we used to build all these bases. We used to take all the toys out to the field and play on the field. And then we would put them all back in the spaceships, uh, in the spaceports, which were the boxes. Mm. So, yeah, that, and, and it was a sort of a yin and a yang of whatever I got, he got the complimentary, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, he was the Han Solo, I was the Princess Leia. Our friend, ironically, Mark Fraser, he was Luke Skywalker, but he then drifted away from Star Wars and we sort of lost a bit of contact with him, got back, etc. But he was never, he never became the nerd that Andrew and I, my Star Wars husband, as I like to call him, him and I became. And then, bless him, if you ever get Andrew on, you need to ask him what happened to his collection. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll store that one because that sounds bad. Yeah, store that one. That is sad times. Sad times. But actually, fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> As I sit here smug. <laughs> has, has he got Star Wars pants? <laughs> yes, he does because I gave him some. There you go. I got free underoos, and his name is Andrew, and we all call him Rue. Oh. Yeah. Special friend. Should we move on to the next round? Yeah. Yes. We're now on to round three, which is Wexley Snaps. So as we've progressed through this, uh, some of these questions have been serious. Some of them have been a bit silly. Wexy Snaps is expanding upon this. So you can take as long as you like, or you can just like wrap up the, the answer to the questions with whatever comes up in this round. Do me a personal favor. Be optimistic. Yes, ma'am. Uh, this is this is terrific. You're not going to believe how well this is going to turn out. It's going to be great. If you were doing a Star Wars spins question, what question would you ask? Uh, marry, shy, divorce, <laughs> and then lots of different characters. I know. No, we're going we're gonna to pin you down to this. What are your, yeah, what are your you three got, characters you pick now? Yeah. Oh, who would I marry? Shaggy divorce. I would marry Han Solo. Right. Well, I think I'd I'd go with that one. Mark Hamill is going to be gutted now. No, because I'd shag him. I'd shag Luke Skywalker. And this is Last Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi. And, uh, Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, who would I divorce? <laughs> oh God! All right, I'm going to tell you now. I'll be that Jedi, Liam Nielsen. <laughs> Qui Gon, you're rubbish. Big lad, you're right. Brilliant. <laughs> So, so all three are dead. Yeah. Just want to bring that to your attention and only one of them's a force ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Good times. Luke Skywalker at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a, he's a force ghost, so he could, he could come back. It's quite gone, Jen, not a force ghost at some point. He did. He appeared in one, didn't he? he he's just a voice, isn't he? he he's a ghost in Rebels. Yeah. Uh, or Clone, is it Clone Wars or Rebels? Is he one of them, isn't he? He is one of them. Yeah. But Luke's the only one that can touch stuff. Yes. Oh, God. Next question. Who would you freeze in carbonite? From Star Wars or in real life? Whatever you like. Anything. Could be anything. But obviously to bring them back at a point when they may become useful or just that's it. Your Game reason. over and over. 
your reasons for doing it are your own. From Star Wars land, I would like to freeze in carbonite space Mary Poppins in that pose. Oh, (laughs) and your reasons for doing this? Because it's the most stupidest scene in a Star Wars film ever, ever. Mm. However, that would be quite an iconic freeze to then hang on my wall. Add it to the shrine. 3D form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with that one. Um, Space Mary Poppins. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, shame on you. The worst bit, even in the modern era, how they did that so badly is beyond me. Mm. When Leia comes back. Brilliant, in a way, you know, the whole concept of it, but bloody hell, how so, badly done was that? I was going to say, so you're okay with the concept, it's just how it was executed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm very happy with the concept, very happy with the concept, very poorly executed on screen. So that's what I would freeze, just take it away and maybe hide it forever. But if you did that, you'd be freezing her as she was out in space. It could be quite amusing. Would that take her out the rest so, of the film? And again, I kind of wish they did that. Ah. I was prepared for that. I was quite happy with that. She gets sucked out. Boom, gone. Hey! What's it like being Constable Zuvio? Oh, listen. Look, look at this little face. Look, he's he's so rigged this, hasn't he? Oh. He has oh. rigged it. What is it like to be him? Yeah, what's it like being Constable Zuvio? I think how I felt at the Kylie show. Hard done by. There I am. I've done all my prep. I've done all my rehearsals. I've nailed my bit. And where am I? A nanosecond there and gone. But at least he got the merchandise to go with it. And he was wearing killer heels. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely was wearing killer heels. And quite a jaunty little hat as well. I think so. Yeah, hard done by. But it's quite cool because he's be- he's become really well known. I wonder why that is, Martin. It's got nothing to do with you, like, dripping it, it into has, every no, no, seriously. group, but if you everywhere ask... around the world. But no, if you, like, seriously, though, if you ask people who Constable Zuvio is versus who's... General Medine, I, I reckon more people would know Zuvio. Well, do you think so? So here's here's a open question oh. for for everyone. Do you think he's actually become more well known as a result of how he's been handled, rather than if he did was there and he you know arrested Ray or Finn in Jakku and then that was it, you know, and and he's got an action figure and all the rest of it. Is it is he is he better known as for the fact that? Nothing actually happened with Constable Zuvio. Think about all the people who bought it thinking it was going to be a main character. Mm. And I think there was a fair few, wasn't there? Well, we've probably yeah. said that we've probably said this before, but you know, the, the bit that made it was Empire got him as an exclusive image. And there was a that's whole That's right. Yes, whole that's article right. About who is this? And at the time, and no one remembers this, but at the time everyone was speculating it was Boba Fett, because he had the Boba Fett colours and he looked a bit mangled. Right. So it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It got people talking about what this is. Yeah. It got all the theories going then, didn't it? And then it was nothing. So round four, all been leading up to this point. Round four is Ball Gullet will know the truth. More questions that are just kind of out there that are kind of getting you to expand as we have been. And it's been terrific so far. But these questions are a little bit more in depth. Answer however you want. There is no right answer. There is no wrong answer. But Borgullet knows the truth. 
What, what do you call the actor that goes, lies, deception? Forrest Whitaker. So he was beside Felicity Jones celebration doing the autographs. And I said to Sophia, I said, oh, look, lies, deceptions. And somebody else shouts, poor Gullet, he knows the truth. And Sophia's like going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it, man. Stop like it. Every five minutes. I've got that yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luke milks the Thalassirens in The Last Jedi for his own consumption. What other Star Wars creatures or characters would you drink the milk of? Oh, God. I told you, it's been all about leading you up to this Ah, question. You wouldn't have been able to handle this question round one. You can't handle it. Uh, I mean, is there someone on Echo Base milking a Tauntaun? You know, like... Like oh. that. Like that. No, they stink, don't they? Honestly, where in their minds did they think that was a good idea? It's an like, Honestly, it's, it's amazing. What are you talking yeah. about? It's the best bit of the film. Yum, 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 he says. Oh, I'll have a look at that. He's like, yeah. Bet you're glad you found me. Luke has got a milk bottle. It's just like, you know what? I think I'm going to design this creature and then it's going to have lots of nipples and then Luke's going to squeeze it and then I'm going to drink out of it. You know, but let's make, sure, let's make sure we have a scene where the creature looks into cameras and say, hey, would you drink that? Mm-hmm. I didn't think you were going to see that, did you? I one of those. It's a Nigella Lawson Right, okay, I'm, I'm delaying because I'm trying to think snice noodles. How? <laughs> How would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> How would you approach this? Get a drunk in the bar. Max Rebo, he looks like he might have a couple of pairs of dingly dangly. Well, that would would do it. (laughs) Might come out of his snout. Oh! You'd like to, you'd like, I'm putting that out there now, you would like to drink the milk of... Of snice noodles. Snice noodles. Yeah, I'm going with that one. Do you think oh, you'd get away with this? Where did that come from? Yeah. Bloody hell. What, what's going through your mind as you say this? What? what? Well, I, I was thinking body shape and the similar format of those sarans, really. Sort of like... Oh, she's all lips. Yeah, because... Uh, no, 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 but she's got like a like this big mouth. body. Uh, Hasn't she? No. Oh. You're on your own. <laughs> I'm yeah. so wrong in so many levels, aren't I? <laughs> right. Shall we move to another question before I? Oh yes, yes. I can't wait. If that's the final round, and we're building up to these yeah. like in depth to these <laughs> oh, questions. That, 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 that was it. Doesn't matter what we spin; it always comes up with that one. Strange. If you had to go on holiday with a member of the cantina. Who would you choose? Who would be good fun? Do you know so, the two that were in Rogue One? Oh, Ponda Baba and Dr. Vazan. Yeah. Why them? They seem to do a lot of travelling together, pick a load of fights and bars. And that's your sole yeah. reason for like picking a, them? A, yeah, a typical Brit abroad. Let's go out and cause a fight. They do literally do the... you look shit-faced. Are you looking um, at me thing, don't they? They literally do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could be quite good fun. <laughs> yeah. So that's your idea of fun, is it? Claire, this is this is quite yeah. revealing. Yeah, let, let's go with a Brit abroad and those two, and let's just shoulder punch people and fight them all the time. Where would you go? Let's go down. 
Let's go to Magaluf, go down, few bevies. Somebody comes in and we Let's don't like that kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we might head off to BCMs and then start a massive fight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the sort of mood I'm in today. Yep, I'm going to go on a big fight around Mallorca. So you want yeah. to go out drinking with a guy who looks like he's got a cheese grater mm. and like rubbed it yeah. on his face and another guy who's got a bum for a face. Mm. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. He could just be there like, hey, hey do you, is, is your round? What do you want to drink? And he's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm all right with that. Claire, I'm yeah. not wishing I'm not wishing to get into your sort of deeper, darker <laughs> ego here. Is this, hey, does this kind of go into the theory of surround yourself with people worse looking than yourself? Correct, Amondo. Why why go with you know the good looking ones? Take all the ugly looking ones, you get your choice. And not only that, they'll all start the fights and you'll be protected. Winner winner. Back to KFC chicken dinner. Not many people know that Wedge is actually the middle name of Potato Antilles. Do you think any other Star Wars characters are ashamed of their first given names? Who are they and what are their first names? So Potato Wedge Antilles. (laughs) Right, okay, right, I see where this is going. Bib. Bib. Tommy Tippy. Tommy Tippy Bib. Zombie Tippy Bib Fortuna. <laughs> what? Why? Why? Why has that floated into your head in a beautiful way? Babies. I was thinking oh, there's lots of. Oh, so you think so... Bib's his nickname? You yeah. think he's actually called Tommy Tippy? Yeah. And then but they call him Bib for short. Yeah. That's, that's his gangster uh, nickname. That's his yeah. Gangster name. It make, it makes um... him sound well hard, doesn't it? <laughs> Bib. Well hard. Get me Bib. Yeah. Well, let's do another question. The metal boxes Han and Chewie are seen loading into the Yavin hangar before the Battle of the Death Star are the in-flight meals for the Falcon. What do you think the menu choices are? Snice noodles milk. Yes. (laughs) Never mind that. What would I want in there is more to the point. Yeah, okay. That works. What would you want in there? Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) Yeah, Chewie will join you on that one, wouldn't he? Because he likes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he likes a bit yeah. of fried chicken. Do you think they missed a they missed a marketing opportunity that KFC could have done a pork, couldn't they? Yeah. Oh, that could have been quite amusing, actually. Mm. Uh, I would say it will be full of blue milk mm-hmm. and about nine billion quarter portions. Oh, so you think the portions is the sort of the industry standard? Yeah, you get those flat packs things yeah twinkies <laughs> yeah those little breads that grow i heard was it uh dizzy ridley said that they did actually make you know things and she had to taste it and she said it was the most blandest awfulest thing ever to have tasted she did say that she said that one in, in an interview uh i would say bantha steaks maybe a couple of like uh you know those big eggs from the mandalorian oh suga the thing about it is, is food isn't a big thing in Star Wars. No. It's not, actually. You mm. know, if you if you think about, like, Star Trek, <gasps> but <laughs> if you think about, like, Star Trek, they're eating in the canteens. They would go to places where they're eating. Mm. You know, it features. But food doesn't necessarily feature. And so you don't really know what they eat. Well, do they? when your options are only Dex's diner, it kind of puts you off. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's, like, scratching his... Yeah, exactly. Balls, which are like down by his feet, aren't they? Yeah. It's either that <laughs> or, or, or milking like space wars. So, you know. Yeah. 
Or that awful looking soup. There's that. Yeah. What's that thing so, that they're eating at the start of Star Wars? You know, it's like a gruel type thing. Well, I thought you were meaning like in Yoda's hut. Because you don't ever see Yoda eat it. No, so just, like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, and that, it, he's, he's just like yeah. crapped in a little pot, you know, because he's gone mad because he's by himself mm-hmm. in a swamp. Mm-hmm. And he's making loot. Eat my shit, you will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, mm. Yeah. Do Wookiees get their hair cut or are they shaved? Do they do it themselves or does someone else do it? Well, speaking as a woman with long hair, you have to get it cut first and then shave it. It Ah. just simply will not work any other way. And it has to be uh, conditioned first. And then you can brush through the matting. I mean, imagine whoever did Chewbacca after that mud scene. Oh, oh, dirty, dirty. Well, whoever yeah, did it after dirty. that scene was arguably Han Solo, wasn't it? Where they were kind of like, oh, <laughs> like, oh I forgot about that. Ew, just yeah. not, not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, the so, <laughs> yeah. So plenty of conditioner, trimmed, and then shaved to a point maybe under the arms yeah i can't imagine a wookie fully shaved i'm not sure i want to imagine a wookie fully shaved oh no i i always found it fascinating that he he had his hair cut before return of the jedi didn't he with chewbacca because he's got quite yes. a trendy haircut in there hasn't he yeah 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 it's a bit like sort of tufty apart, here yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a bit sort of tufty Style. here that bit at the top where, but yeah where, a new hope was like the back combing with like hairspray. Yeah, isn't it? a bit sort of L'Oreal hairspray, sort of bouffant type affair. You know, a bit quaffed that way. Uh, do you know what I used to love? I had the Star Wars Play-Doh set. Well, I still do have the Star Wars Play-Doh set where you stuffed the Play-Doh up the character mm. and then you pressed it down and the stuff, the Play-Doh came out like hair and then you cut it. I'm going to have to have a look for that Play-Doh set. Did I have a Wookiee? Yes, pretty wow. sure they did. I'm pretty sure they did. They definitely had one where you moulded the spaceship and then you pressed it and the hair came out. I wonder, I'm pretty sure one of them was a Wookiee. I'm going to have to have a look at that. Oh. I'm def- That's definitely my job this summer, sort out my Star Wars ship. So I can see whether we should cut or shave or condition a Wookiee first. Oh, hold on. Uh, yeah, hold on. I think my Air- AirPod. <laughs> it's been that long. The tech's yeah. giving up on you now, quite rightly. Yeah, 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 yeah. My tech is... My, my AirPods have um, given up the ghost. That's probably a sign, isn't it, Dave? I think so. Oh, you can't see it. It's like literally the red the red glow of doom. That was phenomenal. That was... I mean, every time we do... It's interesting, but every time we do this, we, we get an insight into that person that probably never would have even scratched the surface of in any other like walk of life. But like now I feel like there are certain trigger points and things that I should never talk about with you ever <laughs> again. Um, you know, it's, 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 it gives us a shared experience that we should never talk about ever ever again ever, uh, never. And, and for that i am truly grateful thanks um, very much no no it's no. been a pleasure it, it, it has been a pleasure um claire thank you very much uh that's for, all right for part- i'm very happy to be <laughs> here and, talking uh, about like you know i'll sort, you know, sort out my life that's fine carry on yeah. oh my gosh but um do that metachlorian count as well while you're at it. Where this this is kind of broken all barriers, uh, 
Should anybody want to find you? Is there anywhere that they can reach out and, and find you in, in, in the world of the interwebs? My Twitter and Instagram handle is Irish Geek Girl. I have a Instagram and Twitter account. I always willing to talk milking, Star Wars, uh, Solo, throw anything at me or ask me any questions. And I'm sure I will endeavour to ask, answer them in uh, the baddest taste ever and you have kind of opening yourself up to all kinds of like craziness there and yeah uh, and if you can understand me in this podcast well done yeah i was gonna say yeah for for our sake you know the disclaimer there is that we have no control over what may happen as a result so um yeah that's that's fine by me forward all correspondence to martin but uh, no thank you very much claire you've been an amazing guest my pleasure i have had so much fun that, that was almost so convincing. much fun it's no but i flicked up my airpods and i was like oh yeah. oh my gosh martin uh any closing thoughts uh, on our patient here tonight yeah my thoughts dave are is who is claire going to nominate as the next guest that's my thoughts <gasps> of course of course yeah, claire you get the esteemed honor of nominating the next guest of souls yeah literally go for whatever doesn't matter whoever it is we will get them on as the guest that will follow on from you so I've got several choices. Oh. I was I was thinking I was thinking maybe it could be one of my sort of podcasting friends and thinking would that be it made friends with um a couple of people who have appeared in the films and I think oh they could be quite good fun too. I've had a few drinks with them and that's been good fun. But ultimately, for me, it has to come down to my Star Wars husband. Therefore, I am going to nominate Andrew Walker, my Star Wars husband, since Git Boy, that is his nickname, Git Boy, to appear on Star Wars Spins. That's fantastic. Yeah, consider it done. Well, that is brilliant. Well, thank you for for joining us this evening. Thank you very much to uh, uh, Quizmaster Martin. uh, Well done, Quizmaster. Yeah, and 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 an, another fine ringtone has been created there. Are, are you getting any money out of this yet? I need to stop. Thank you for getting this far. On uh, <laughs> I've survived barely on, by the skin on, of my teeth. On this episode of Star Wars Spins, I'm Dave Tree. If you want to like drop us a line, please feel free to do so, or draw us a sketch of what was that again? Boba Fett. Oh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett with googly eyes. Yeah, a beanie boo. Or a scrotum. Whichever one or you want to do with. Or fallopian tubes. That's what or I thought it was to begin tubes. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I thought you were going for. Like, uh, <laughs> Star Wars uterus. <laughs> Two tubes. Maybe he's Two tubes. first original. his original first name was fallopian. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and we'll catch you all on the next episode of Star Wars Spins. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Spins. Don't forget to subscribe to the show from all your favourite podcast providers. If you have liked the show, please give us a good review. Head to our website, www.swspins.com for all links to our social media pages to be kept up to date with our latest news and episode releases. You can also get in touch with the show and why not send through your own question for us to put on our question wheels via email at swspins at gmail.com. The Star Wars Spins theme tune was created, written and performed by Andy Liff, which was then destroyed by the vocals of Martin Keeler and Dave Tree. 
Star Wars Spins is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed here are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect our own. So for anyone who has beef, go after them, not us. <laughs>